What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Just Isabel Things podcast. Today, we are back for the fifth episode of the Athlete Series. But before we get into today's episode, be sure to check out the previous four athlete episodes if you haven't already. And also be sure to check out my fall life update from a few weeks ago. And yeah, I think that's it. So let's get on to today's episode with super special guest, Lydia Jacoby. Lydia, hello. Welcome to the podcast. Do you want to introduce yourself and then go right into your swim story? Like how you first got into swimming and we can go from there. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Yeah. Um, so I got into swimming. I was put in, so I live in a small town in Alaska and it's a maritime community. A lot of people work like on the water or around the water. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's a big part of like lives in Alaska. And so um, it's really important for kids to know how to swim. So it's pretty common to be put on the swim team when you're young and I'd always like the water. So my parents put me in mostly to just be comfortable and safe in the water with my friends and everything. So I did it for a really long time. And then um, when I was around 12, I think is when I broke my first state record. And that's when I kind of realized that um, it was something that I excelled at and I wanted to keep doing. Um, So training just started getting more intense from there. And I put a lot more time and um, a lot more commitment and dedication into it. So, and then I think it was a couple months before Olympic trials that I really realized that I had a shot at making the Olympic team. That's awesome. That's really cool. And (laughs) I didn't even realize about that thing that you said about how in Alaska, since you live near a maritime community, how a lot of kids are put like onto the swim team. Um, yeah. I didn't even realize that. That's really cool. Um, yeah. It's important just since a lot of like jobs that people get, like being mm-hmm. their hands on boats or whatever, like it's just important to it's be just, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. So I think one of the first questions I have and probably a question that you probably get like literally every day is tell me about your experience at the Olympics. What was it like to win a gold medal, to go to Tokyo, to be with the national team? Just tell me all about it. (laughs) Yeah, so it was really incredible. I qualified in June and then um, went home for uh, literally like less than 48 hours. And then I flew to Hawaii where we had our two-week Olympic training camp with the um, USA swim team. And so we trained for two weeks. We all stayed in hotels, swam, practiced, ate. It was really fun. It was a great time. We got to kind of get to know the team and um, build bonds with teammates and everything. And then we all flew to Tokyo together and were there for like two and a half weeks. Um, And yeah, it was really great. I think one of my favorite parts was just like being in the village and um, seeing all the different countries walking around and, um, trying to guess what sports everybody played and yeah it's pretty cool that's awesome (laughs) that's really cool so what was that feeling that you got when you won your gold medal (laughs) I don't know it's really hard to explain I don't think um I mean I definitely still think it's weird to be an Olympic gold medalist yeah Um, just like in that moment obviously I was not really processing at all like I Mm -hmm. could see one and I could see my name and see that they lined up but it's just a big moment and I wasn't really expecting it at all. Um, so that made it even more crazy. And to have, um, Lily reigning Olympic champion, Olympic, um, Mm -hmm. or world record holder. And then Tatiana, who's the Olympic record holder, Mm -hmm. um, next to me is just really cool. 
Yeah. I remember this obviously does not compare to the Olympics at all, but I remember like even in some <laughs> of my races, like I'd look up at the board and I'd be like, I did not just go that time. Like there's no way that happened. Like uh-huh. it, it didn't happen a lot, but when it did, I was like, like, oh my gosh, like this did not happen. Like, but I, it's not, it does not compare to the Olympics. I just got to say that for everyone listening. I know it does not compare to the Olympics, but no, I, that's feeling. funny. That's awesome. Also, there's also those races where you think you swam really fast and then you turn around and look at the board. Oh, and you're like, it's like so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. Oh, been there way too many times. Uh, yes, I do know that feeling a lot. Yes, but definitely have experienced that. Um, yeah, yeah. All right. My next question is, I saw that you recently competed in Europe, which looked so fun. So what was that like for you? Yeah, it was really fun. That was... um it was fun in a lot of different aspects. It was my first like big meet since the Olympics. Um, and actually my second international trip, um, the Olympics being my first. Mm-hmm. And so it was just fun to kind of get back there and, um, see a bunch of the like international friends that I've made during the games, um, and meet some more people. Um, it was definitely interesting in that it was the first meet, um, where I kind of went in as like a featured athlete. Um, yeah. cause usually you have like, I don't know, like Caleb Dressel, Katie Ledecky kind of featured and then um so they like present those people as like come to this meet and swim with these people so it's kind of weird to like have my name up there um and it just added a lot of pressure which I had never had before um before because nobody knew my name and everything Mm -hmm. so um it's interesting kind of learning how to deal with that so it's definitely a new thing but it's been good Awesome. That's really cool. So wait, so where did you go for like the European meet? Yeah. So it was, it's called the FINA World Cup Series mm-hmm. and it's a series of professional swim meets around the um, world, I guess. It was in um, the stops that I did were in Budapest, Hungary and um, Berlin, Germany. Um, so I just kind of did a little European tour there. Awesome. That's really cool. And that was like a couple weeks ago, right? That was the spot. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Sweet. All right. My next question is, so what does the the next six months look like for you? Do you have any big meets or big life or big swim events that you want to talk about and share with the listeners? Yeah. Well, so right now I'm doing high school swimming and I'm, um, regions is this weekend. And then we have the state meet weekend after that, um, Mm -hmm. which they're pretty small in Alaska, just since we don't have a ton of people, but they're really fun meets. I'm excited Mm -hmm. to see everyone. Um, and then after that, I'll just be training for a little bit longer before December when I'll head to, um, golden goggles, which is a big USA swimming awards banquet. Mm-hmm. And then, um, from golden goggles, I'll be flying directly to Abu Dhabi for, um, a short course world. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah. a lot of big things coming up. Yeah. So Abu Dhabi <laughs> that wait, when, what, when is that again? It's, um, end of December. End of December. Okay. So a lot of really cool stuff is happening. Awesome. Yeah, um, and like good luck. Keep my schedule completely packed. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And good luck with the high school swim. So this is like your last season as a high school swimmer. It is. Yeah. 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 I remember for me, it was literally like a year ago, like this week and like it like, cause I didn't, I didn't, I haven't swam competitively since I didn't want to anymore. And mm-hmm. I remember I was like so emotional. I was like, I just swam my last race, like with all my friends. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, good, good luck with uh, your um, good luck with the high school meets and good luck Thank in you. Abu Dhabi and all the places that you're going in the next few weeks <laughs> or next few months. That's awesome. All right. Thanks. My next question is what does a typical day in the life look like for you as of recently with like swim and school life? Yeah, so right now I'm doing kind of a um, hybrid school things. I have a couple of classes in person and then um, quite a bit online. Um, so typically I go in at around 6 a.m. to do um, either a morning swim or lift. Um, and then I usually stay, our gym and our school or our pool are in the school building. So I just stay and go mm -hmm. to um, a couple of classes and then I'll come home and work on some. Um, schoolwork. Sometimes I'll go get coffee and then <laughs> um, go back to practice in the afternoon. So yeah, I keep my days very full, but they're good. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, so these questions are geared more toward pre-swim rituals. And one thing that's been a big topic surrounding sports, especially swim lately, is anxiety before races or nervousness before races. So do you want to talk about what you do to calm your nerves if you get nervous before a race? Yeah, this one's actually pretty interesting because um, at Olympic trials, so uh, for anyone listening that doesn't know about how Team USA selects their team, we have, um, for swimming, we have a big trials meet, and that's, um, everything's decided there. So if you're top two in your event, you go onto the Olympics. Um, so that means that even if you're the world record holder and you, if you had a swim, bad swim that day, you're not going. Um, mm -hmm. So there's a lot riding on that meet. Um, so I had a lot of nerves a lot of pressure I was actually having a hard time eating during that um and so it was kind of intense for me and then actually at the Olympics during my prelim swim I felt really good and I didn't feel any of that um there's just so much less pressure in a weird way yeah, um, yeah. because you're already there but then um and then after prelims going into semifinals I started worrying that I wasn't nervous so yeah. then I like yeah. went out of my way to try to make myself nervous, which is not a good idea. I swam um, not great in semifinals. So then that day um, leading into finals, I had 24 hours between my swims. I just really tried to relax and um, think about other stuff and not overthink the race. Um, mm -hmm. And really, honestly, I waited until I got into the ready room to start thinking about it like, <laughs> yeah. intensely. So. Yeah. yeah, I just try to think about other things and stay happy and yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. That's really cool. Um, and yeah, like the topic of like nerves have, has been such a huge topic surrounding, especially like, I mean, all sports, but like, especially swimming, like before the races, I feel like a lot of athletes like psych themselves out before the race and yeah, like, it, sure. hinder, it hinders their performance. And then it, like one thing leads into another and it leads into a bunch of other issues, but um, that's good that you were able to relax and get what you needed done, I guess, you know? <laughs> um, so another question I had is I, what do what did you do since the Olympics ended? Did you take a break? Did you get right back into the pool? All that good stuff. So probably from like when the Olympics ended to like before you left for Europe. Yeah. So I, getting back from the Olympics, I kind of meant to take like a three week break, but I actually ended up only being out of the water for like a week, maybe a week and a half because <laughs> I just couldn't stay out of the water. I don't know. I just yeah. felt like I needed to get back in. Um, 
So I didn't take a super long break, probably should have, um, because I definitely had a couple of weeks in there where I just felt really unmotivated, you know, just mm-hmm. not getting a lot done. Um, so I think a little bit longer break definitely would have been good. But um, after my meet in Europe, actually, I was able to take another week or so um, just to hang out with friends and family. And that's good. So yeah, breaks are definitely important. And then ever since then, I've just been training and getting back into school, getting back into a routine. Awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. I, I, I would have definitely like, I remember after every high school season for me, I'd be like, yeah, I do not want to get back into a pool for another year. Like I would just feel like so done. I'd be like, nope, no more (laughs) pool. Can't do it. Nope. (laughs) But that's awesome that you were like, I have to get back in the water. Um, (laughs) Yeah. That was not like, that was not the case for me. Like in high school swimming at all. I was like, nope no more swimming. <laughs> Can't do it for another year. I'm done. <laughs> uh, that's really cool that you were like, I need, like, I want to get back in the water. I want to keep training. Um, that's awesome. And ho- hopefully like, um, like I think having that mindset of like, like breaks are good, but let's get back into it. I think that's going to carry you like so far, even like outside of the pool, like in school and like work life and all that stuff. So awesome. Yeah. For sure. It's a good, I think it's a good mentality to have, but mm-hmm. it is also important to recognize that breaks are important. Yes. Breaks are important. And yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know if I have any other questions surrounding swim. Let me see. Um, what do you, what would you, t- well, what advice would you give to yourself a year ago? That's an interesting one. Um, What would you tell yourself a year ago? Yeah, Um, I think one thing that was um, tough to wrap my head around at Olympic training camp that I definitely wish that I'd kind of gotten into my head earlier was that um, like with Team USA selection process, you really do have to earn your spot. Um, And I had, um, but I think a lot of people, especially um, the younger side of the team, definitely kind of go through the like oh do I like deserve to be here um Mm -hmm. kind of thing so it's just really important to remember like what you did and how much work you put in and how all of that prepared you for what you needed to do and that you really did you did it um and to like own that and um, be confident with it you know Mm -hmm. awesome and then what advice would you give to younger swimmers yeah um I mean definitely that same thing you there's it's important to be confident yeah. in everything you do um but I'd also say that you don't have to necessarily um be part of the biggest team or um with the most famous coaches or teammates or anything to be able to go out and do something that nobody else has done yeah. um which I think is definitely really important that's, and I think that that's really my important. story kind yeah. of shows that coming yeah, from for sure. In Alaska yeah for sure no yeah I totally know what you're saying. And that's, that's great advice. And I feel like I've definitely seen, I'm you've, you've definitely seen that in the swim community. I've definitely seen it in the swim community where people want to get the best trainers, get the best coaches. And there's nothing wrong with that, but like, um, like you obviously want what's best for you or your child, if like you're a swim parent, but, um, no, no, exactly. Like your story is like the perfect example of you don't need the biggest and best coaches. You don't need the biggest and best Mm -hmm. team to to you know be able to excel 
be able to excel. I, yeah, or, and that know, really like, applies to lots of like aspects of life, like oh, both for both sure. other sports and then like other things, academics and mm-hmm. all that. For yeah. sure. Um, and then one question that my sister, who is a breaststroker as well, wanted me to ask mm-hmm. is, um, she wants to know how often do you work on like your breaststroke like technique? Yeah, I work on it really often. I especially um, weaker parts of my strokes, which would be um, walls and pulled outs. I work on, I've been working on those a lot, um, just trying to make them stronger. Um, I don't generally do a lot of um, specific technique work, like mm-hmm. at meets or like the couple of days leading up to it. But yeah. Um, yeah. like in the months and weeks leading up to stuff, I work on that a lot and just try to really get it drilled in so that that way when you're racing, it's kind of uh, muscle memory. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Yeah, that's great advice um, for younger swimmers and for your telling yourself a year ago. Great stuff. And then I like to end my interviews on like some fun questions. So okay. my first fun question is what is your dream vacation spot? My dream vacation spot? Um, I'm not sure. I have a lot of places that I'd like to visit, but, um, I, when I was 12, I went to, we were doing a European trip and I really wanted to go to Paris. So we just went for, um, like 48 hours and it was just so fun. So I definitely love to go back. Awesome. That's super cool. Paris is a really fun city. And then my second fun question is if you were given a superpower, what would your superpower be and why? I would definitely want to fly. I just, always think it sounds so fun yeah for sure yeah. mine is really weird when people ask me they're like what's your dream superpower I'm like I would like to eat whatever I want and not get fat that is like the ultimate elite superpower yeah. uh I think like it's I think that would just be such a good superpower to have um and everyone's like oh I, didn't, I never even thought about that and I'm like yeah <laughs> yeah, <that is>. yeah. <laughs> And then I think that's it. So is there anything else you want to say or ask me or anything else you want to talk about? I don't think so. No. All right. Awesome. And then uh, do you want to shout out your Instagram and where listeners and fans can find you? Oh, yeah. Um, You can just search me, Lydia Jacoby, um, on Instagram. And then I have all my other socials linked in my bio. I've just kind of recently got them. So um, be patient as I catch up and learn how to use them. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. Thank um, you. Really cool. All right. So thank you so much, Lydia, for coming on the podcast. I had a great time having you on. And for those listening at home, be sure to follow Lydia on Instagram. I'll also have her Instagram handle located in my episode description. And also be sure to keep up with her future races because she is definitely one to watch and keep up with. And as always, be sure to follow me on Instagram at just.isabel.things.podcast. Make sure to, to, to subscribe to my podcast and Apple Podcasts and Spotify so you never miss out on an episode. And also be sure to check out my other episodes in the Athlete Series. And I think that's it. Thanks, guys, again, so much for listening. And I'll see you next Sunday for a new episode. Thank you again so much for listening to today's episode if you like what you heard and want to listen to more check out previous episodes and also come back every sunday for a new episode as well